Hey, ¿qué pasa, Calexico? Welcome back to the podcast. Like always, before we begin, uh, I want to thank a couple of people. I want to thank my anchor sponsors, Camilo and Jake. I want to thank Eddie Lopez from Roots Creative. I want to thank my friends at Dents on Border. If you have any dents on your, or scratches, minor scratches on your car, make sure you hit up Dents on Border. You can find them on, on Facebook. I'll leave their link on the description of the show. Also, I want to thank Sergio Tacos and Hot Dogs with eight years of ex- of experience serving the Imperial, San Diego, and Yuma counties with Mexicali-style hot dogs and taquizas. Make sure to contact Sergio at 760-562-0057 or make sure to follow them on Facebook. I also, also want to thank David Asselam. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Imperial, San Diego counties, make sure you contact David. He has over 20 years of experience and he'll teach you along the way one of the most important investments of your life. It's phone number 760-235-9576 or you can find him on Facebook. Just search David Gastelum. I'll leave a link to his Facebook on the on the description of the show. Um, my guest today is somebody that I've been following for quite a while, um, and uh, we've been trying to you know schedule this. But uh, you know, sometimes the people that I want to interview and talk to, um, I kind of like put in the back burner because there's things that are going on in the community that um, you know I kind of you know want to put the information out there. But I kind of, I also like talking to like uh, people like my guest today because it's a little bit more uh, distracting of, you know, what's going on out there. You know, it's more of a creative uh, uh, conversation and, 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 you know, I've been, I've been a fan of his art. Um, he's, uh, he's from the Imperial Valley. He's from El Centro, but he's, uh, I don't think he's, he's living in El Centro right now, but he's somebody that grew up here in the Valley. Um, my guest today is Mark Beltran, um, otherwise known as El Hancho. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Excited to be here. Thanks for bringing me on. This is super rad and f- glad we got to like finally sync up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, can you, before we get into, you know, what you do and, you know, all the projects that you worked on, can you tell us a little, a little bit about yourself? Like, you know, growing up here in the Valley and out Central and all that? Yeah, for sure. So I grew up in the Valley, you know, I was there for like 20 years and yeah, just like um, the Valley is just like uh always has like a special place for me, you know, but like just growing up there was always cool. I always hung out on El Centro or Calexico too. And yeah, just, I've always wanted to pursue like my art and graphic design. I always looked up to people like Ernesto Yerena and, you know, people like that. So I was just like, oh, you know, I gotta like, I like, I like their style, you know, even Bourgeois too, like Bourgeois got me into like graphic design. Um, So like, I was just always trying to pursue that. So it's just like, okay, like I gotta go to like a, after this, I got to go to a big city. So, like, San Francisco is always on my radar, you know. Um, growing up, were you somebody that, you know, used to uh, draw a lot or scribble a lot? Or is it something that, um, you know, came up came up um, later as you grew up? Yeah. So, for me, like, yeah, I always drew. I wasn't the best, you know. Like, some people are amazing artists. But, like, for me, I just like to draw characters. But, like... I always got into computers somehow. And when I first got like Photoshop, you know, like I pirated that and then like started going designing stuff. My friends were in bands, you know, like I used to like skating. I would always go to skate and go to shows and my friends were always in bands. So like, I always thought that was cool, but I wasn't good at guitar or bass. So I was just like, oh, I'm just going to create some posters and like websites for you guys. And then that's how I kind of got started, you know? So I was just like designing the flyers, um, you know, websites for them, logos, t-shirts, stuff like that. And when was it when you kind of like um, saw this as something that you would um, do as a career? Um, it's kind of, that's a good question. It's kind of hard, you know, like 
at first it was when Daniel from Bourgeois, like he kind of, he reached out to me. He was like, Hey, I like what you're doing. And this is before Instagram, you know? So he was just like, uh, I really like what you're doing. Can you help me out with a couple of things? And then he always just put me on, on to other designers. He's like, you got to check out these people like Ernesto Yarena. And like, he always just like showed me. And then I realized, oh, wow, like this could be a job, you know? Like, I didn't know that. So I was just like, all right, cool. So then I just started like, you know, going through the internet and just finding like all the crazy things out there. So I was just like, oh shit, like I could for sure do this. Yeah. Um, and because I'm somebody that works in technology and, you know, I went to school, but, you know, the, the classes and, and, and the career path I kind of took in, uh, in school didn't really match up with, you know, what I do as a career now. Um, and, and, and even then, like, I was already, you know, I already had my job when I was going to school. Um, and most of the stuff that I, I've learned or that I know, um, I really didn't learn from school. It was just like, you know, hands-on, hands-on stuff. To you, like I, I know you, you went to school and and you kind of study a little bit of you know graphic design, but can you say that? And, and I'm not saying like people shouldn't you know aspire to go to school or whatever, but you know how much of what you know and and learn across the, you know the the years, how much was was did, did you pick up at school or or just like by you know messing around with it? Uh, that's always like the great debate, right? Like I would say like I learned mostly just on the job and through people right like school did teach me stuff like they taught me how to use photoshop but at that time i already knew how to use photoshop and i'm like you know like school's great like i feel like people should go to school right like especially if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer or a nurse right like stuff like that you should go to school but like if you're going to like uh, go to design or just other, any other things like i'm sure you could like school's not so not always the option right like you go to like youtube and just learn and i feel like I'm still learning, right? Like design's never ending, so I'm still learning, and I'm mostly learning on the job and YouTube. Yeah, because uh, I mean, even with my job, um, you know, which is which is technology, you know, things change like from one month to, to another. And yeah. even with you know, and I don't know what what programs and software you use, but uh, you know, what the, the stuff that we use at work, you know, there's always something new, and and yeah, you got to look it up, and 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 you know learn on the fly and 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 what are some of the you know programs that you've used you use right now to to create yeah for me it's always going to be like um, photoshop illustrator InDesign, like basically all the adobe software but like now with technology changing aren't things like very app focus there's a, and these are like product designers you know so they use figma a lot that's another program and it's more like responsive web-based design oh okay because you know, uh, and something that you mentioned, I was I was listening to your um, interview with um, I8, and something that you mentioned because when when they said um, you know what's your when when people say about you know what's the Imperial Valley model or what's the you know wh- what do people know or what would you describe as as your model for for the Imperial Valley? You said um, kind of like doing doing um, w- what you have or or you know doing with doing more with less kind of thing. Um, and yeah. to, to me, uh, you know, um, since I'm always like on a budget because, you know, all this that I do is, is you know, kind of like a hobby and, and, and it's, it's something that can be expensive to, to buy equipment and, and, and software and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm always looking for, for free software to, to, to use. Like, for example, when I edit my, my audio, I use Audacity. Whenever I need to use, uh, like do a flyer or whatever or edit a picture, I'll use GIMP or, or InkSpace. 
Are you familiar with any, you know, or do you use any for your software that to create some of your stuff? Um, I don't use any free software right now for my stuff, but like in the past, I've always found out there was ways to like get around not paying, right? Like there's substitutes for these programs that you don't have to pay that you could use. And it's kind of the same thing. I don't know the names of them on the top of my head, but for sure you could do it. It's just everything's on the cloud right now. So it's kind of difficult, but like, you know, like, I don't know, just, we all have that same mentality. Like if we want to do it, we're going to find a way to do it. So yeah. as long as you have that, that strive, you'll, you'll find out. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have, you know, um, access to like Photoshop and, and, and Illustrator and all these software um, that's not free because of work, but I'm so used to using like GIMP and Inkspace, you know, that are free because I've been using them for myself. You know, for me, it's um, when I whenever I use Photoshop, you know, I have a hard time um, than whenever I use GIMP because I'm, you know, it's it's something that I've always used. Yeah, and it's and it's going back to that what you said, and 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 really it resonated with me when you said it when on this like kind of like doing more with less kind of kind of um i'm summarizing what you said because you said um uh i i I wrote it down doing with with what you have and making something out of it so like yeah like doing with you know more with less kind of kind of thing and 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 i was like yeah i mean it's it's what we what we do here in the valley like we we do uh more with less and 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 it's and you hit the what is it the head the nail on the head or something like that what's, what's that saying or the uh, uh, nail on the coffin yeah and, yeah um, yeah I was I was listening to that interview and I was like yeah I was enjoying what you guys were talking about and and that's something that really stuck with me um and and growing up here in the valley um do you 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 said you 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 knew that you had to leave the valley to kind of like make this a career you think it's it's hard it's harder for for someone like you an illustrator to to make it make a career out of it here in the valley uh i don't think it's hard like especially now actually but like you know five six years ago there wasn't instagram like instagram social media just changed everything right like you have information at your hands but like back then i, I felt this was just my point of view that i had to leave just because like you're saying right you have to do with um with what you have and figure things out but at a certain point it becomes kind of like okay what now and then, like, yeah, sometimes you might have to go to a bigger city just to meet other people and grow. Because that's I feel like that's the best way to learn, right? Like, you start working with people that have years in the industry, and then you're, like, picking up off of their brain and learning from them. And so, like, that was just my way of thinking. Like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to learn from these people, and, you know, go to school, too, and then just, like, um, try to make it like this. But nowadays, I feel like you have social media. You can follow all your role models and stuff and just, like, learn off of them basically and then like you have the kings to the kingdom and then you could just do whatever you want with it you know yeah yeah even for me uh you know doing podcasting you know you know well obviously everybody knows joe rogan he's like the yeah like the king king podcast right uh but yeah like i feel that you know with with social media i, I was able to kind of reach out to other podcasters or mm-hmm. or learn from you know what they're doing and, and how especially like for me that i'm kind of like an interview type podcast because there's a lot of podcasts where it's just like people shooting the shit just talking and and you know current events whatnot like i've I've had to you know uh follow and 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 learn from people that do interviews and how they conduct how they um you know have a, a conversation flowing and and yeah i mean it's it's it takes work and 
and yeah like social media has helped me a lot and it's it's actually social media like especially instagram has helped me find you know a lot of my guests you know that's where i find like you know i found you i found um ernesto and i was able to reach out to him and he he was he, he came on the show um uh uh jared from uh from um what's it called the kayak oh yeah yeah you know he was able to come on and you know yeah i found a lot of people on instagram and 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 i feel that yeah it's a great tool if you use it you know the right way because i mean a lot of people just you know are there for the cheesemas but it's yeah. a great tool, tool for for the community to get together and, and get to know each other especially in the art community i i feel that um especially in the art community here in the imperial valley has you know, done a good job of of you know using social media to connect and 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 um network with them with themselves and and i mean right now with the pandemic we can't really do much but before i remember seeing a lot of them doing art walks or or selling their stuff through social media and and yeah it's it's helped a lot to you know for the local community to get to know our local artists and and it's pretty cool and, and yeah in social media and I, th- I think something that you also mentioned on on the ie podcast was you know how networking is really important to you know grow as a as an artist oh yeah for sure like I, you just got to keep reaching out right like um i like what you said like you have you're looking at joe rogan or other people that you're influenced by and you're learning what they do it's kind of like taking apart a car right you take apart a car and you're taking out everything at off and then you put it back together and that's the only way you're learning so like i guess it's kind of the same analogy right so it's just like you're learning this way you're seeing what they do and how they talk and then i feel like um you know with artists in the valley too that's what they're doing right they're connecting with like like-minded people and it's like hey like let's just connect and then let's just like keep growing like that and i think that's fucking awesome you know yeah um who are some of the people that you um or artists that you kind of like uh, look up to or or get ideas from oh uh, yeah there's like so many to be honest you know there's always like uh, well of course like Ernesto Yerena there's always like um, there's for me it's a lot of designers like Pentag- people that are from Pentagram uh, that's a design agency there's like uh, top of my head I'm trying to think I'm going blank right now but uh, there's just so many you know like um, like Sal Bass, like he's like an awesome designer. Um, there's just so many; it's like kind of hard. Yeah, I, I, heard, I remember you, you mentioned um, Shepard also. Oh yeah, yeah, Shepard Ferry. Like that's one that for me, that's kind of like what got me into design or like just graphics in general, like wheat pasting graffiti. Like he's awesome, so he's always going to be like one of my favorites, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I, I, yeah, his, his artwork, artwork is really, 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 really awesome. Um, and, and, and something that, you know, that I've seen from him and a lot of other artists is, you know, the, their, um, how would, how would I say this? Like they're, they're really involved when it comes to like, um, you know, social justice or, or, you know, things that are going in, in, in our community is, do you feel that at least for you, is it important for, for you to kind of voice your opinion or, or, or use your art to kind of, um, support some of these social movements that are going on right now oh yeah for sure i think like you you should definitely voice your opinion you know like as an artist i feel like you're always voicing your opinion and you always want your two cents in there your point of view right and you want people to understand your point of view yeah yeah for sure 
Uh, something that I also um, I saw on your on your website is that you know um, you, you mentioned that your culture is something that kind of motivates you or, or helps you create you know some of your art. How important is it for you to you know kind of sprinkle in a little bit of your Hispanic background and, into your art? Uh, I think for me that's like super important. You know, like that's just you know, grew up in the valley. That's all. That was my culture, right? And that's all I really knew. So I think like I should always tie that in. That's like my point of view, right? Like how I see things differently. So if I can always just try to add that in, that's just like what I want to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, is is all your artwork, um, you know, digital? Like y'all, all of your artwork you do on on the computer, is, or do you have anything like on paper on on canvas that you're like, oh, this is something that you cherish? Um, there's a couple of things that I have done, like um, like print, but mostly everything's just always like digital. Um, what are I, I was looking at your website and saw like some of the companies that you worked for. Can you name a few that you know you some of the big companies that you you work for and and some of your experiences with them? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, a couple of companies like Lyft is one of them. Tubi, Rivians, um, companies like that. Also, Men's Warehouse. Just like uh, these are like corporate companies that I worked with and worked at also. So it's just like it's always a good experience and it's just always learning. You know, like this is more of like design thinking and problem solving. So you're just like, it's a different understanding than trying to create like graphics, but it's really like, I don't know, it's just really awesome. And it's just like really cool to like, see how things are ran, like advertising and just like going, um, creating graphics and stuff like for that. Yeah. When, when you work for, when you're working for like a big company like that, um, is, is most of the work that you do for them, um, like really, um, when they ask for something from you, is it really like detailed? Like when it comes from them, like, oh, I want this and that on, 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 you know, whatever you're working on, or is it like more of a, you know, go ahead and, you know, use your, you're able to be free and, and create whatever you want, or is it mostly more directive uh, guided? It, it's kind of like both. So for me, there's like different types of design, but for me, uh, I work mostly on campaign work. So a lot of times, like, you know, like these companies are established and they already have their logos and their look and feel, but it's like coming up with concepts, you know, like us designers will go off and like start concepting ideas for what the marketers want to like push, you know, for the next year. And then from there, we'll start concepting. We'll just go off on our own, create these ideas, get back together, you know, and start sharing ideas, seeing what's good, what's not. And then like, just trying to create, mash all these ideas into one and then just, um, creating like one good campaign from there. And it's just like, sometimes it's directive. Sometimes it's not, it's just like, it's just all part of the game, you know? Yeah. Do you feel it's, it's, uh, for you, it's more enjoyable to work on something that's, um, more free where you can design whatever you feel like, or when it's, uh, more direct guided. I would say like, um, the more direct guided, right? Like you have a set of rules and you're put in a box, and you as a designer, you're you're trying to think outside of this box and how to get out of it. So it's that's your problem solving there. So I, I like that way of designing and thinking. Okay. Um I saw that you worked for um Listo uh what's it called? Um Listos, Listos California. California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a, a little bit about the project? Oh yeah, for sure. So that was an awesome one. And they reached out to me on Instagram and Listos California is a nonprofit. Uh, specifically focusing on the Hispanic um, 
demographics and communities where like um, just basically, you know, where government awareness isn't um, really prioritized. So they reached out and they're like, hey, we, you know, with COVID, you know, Imperial Valley is one of the most um, heavy hit areas. Um, and we see that you're from the Valley. We were interested to see if you'd come up with some concepts. And I was like, yeah, this is awesome. So, you know, I created like this concept. They gave me a brief and I just like came up with this concept. They were just like, you know, we really, I was just using my design thinking there, you know, I was just trying to think of something that, that speaks to all parts of like Hispanics. Cause you know, there's Mexicans everywhere, but some of them speak English, some of them don't. And some of them speak Spanish and some of them um, do, you know? So it's just like, how do I tie this all together? So everyone feels welcomed. So I was just like trying to think of doing like a Spanglish version, you know, and then like the Loteria too, right? So it's just like everyone can identify with the Loteria. And then, you know, that's a game you played with like um, your family and stuff, you know, it's part of our culture. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really, really creative, you know, the way you, you, um, you know, you incorporated, you know, like, you know, um, some of the things that need to be done with, with you know, with COVID to be safe and and incorporated into la loterias it was it was pretty fun so that was you know something that you came up with like the whole loteria um uh, concept uh yeah so like they were just i came back to them i was like you know i give them a pitch deck and i was just like here's my concept and then a week later they're they're like yeah this is awesome we're gonna run with it i was like oh awesome you know that's really cool yeah i thought it was it was pretty cool i think um thank you some, I think it was a local paper that I think it was um, the Ivy Press that kind of ran ran a story on it, or is it Desert Review? I don't remember which which um, which uh, newspaper. But I was reading it. I was like, yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty dope um, concept to to you know to kind of get the people, like you said, like both people that that might not speak English or might not speak Spanish, kind of like to it, it. It makes sense. It's like when you see a stop sign, it's um, you know what it is, kind of. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it was pretty wild. Like, yeah, like it was Ivy Press. They reached out, and I was just like, "Oh, that's cool." You know, I never thought that was gonna happen. And then, like, it started like going to different counties, because this is just for El Central, right? And then it went to San Diego and L.A., and then it went to San Francisco up here. So, like, just seeing my work like on a billboard was really cool. Like, I was just like, "Whoa!" Like, I was mind blown. You know that? Yeah, damn, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that oh, I did something for for the valley, and then it started uh, kind of spreading like wildfire. Yeah, I was I was like super blessed. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, and, and something that you know I wanted to ask you, um, especially on, on this on the loteria one, you know, some of the colors that you use, um, like the 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 pink and and the green, like those are the colors that you you often see like when you go down to, you know, Mexico, like so like, so you you do you tend to use like a lot of colors that you know in in our culture we you know we see in. in I mean, we don't see them here, but like, especially like when you go down south, or especially some areas in LA, you kind of see people use these colors more than than we do here in the valley. Yeah, like I try to, you know, like co using colors really hard. So um, I always find influence from, you know, like my culture and stuff. So like I remember, you know, my mom would always take me to like Mexicali, you know, and I always see like houses that, or even bodegas that were like painted like this. So it's just like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, like it's just something that always I always remembered, you know. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you go here in Mexicali, like the Dulcerias kind of, er, that area, like you see those yeah. colors a lot. And I was like, yeah, look, you know, it made it seem more relatable to, to our community, especially, like I said, in L.A., there's, you know, huge parts in L.A. where, you know, you see these colors a lot. Um, not here, it's crazy that we, we, 
to me, like, it's always been super crazy that we live so close to the border, and yet we're so far apart from our culture than, you know, people that live in, in L.A. or or other big cities. Um, and it's, I, I mean, I, I kind of get it because, you know, the people that uh, live there, you know, kind of, like, transplanted from, you know, being from uh, Mexico, like, El Sur de Mexico, and then to, like, L.A., so they bring, like, their you know, their culture and all these things. And we've always been here in, in Calexico and and we really haven't experienced all that, you know, culture that, you know, are... And, and some, uh, to me, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, to me, it's like, uh, um, you know, my parents didn't really talk to me about our culture and whatnot. And, and I mean, I don't know. I haven't really asked them why, but, but yeah, it's kind of weird that, you know, being... Um, I, I guess I'm, uh, I'm kind of like the first generation here and my parents never really, you know, insisted or talked about their culture. I don't know if it was the same with you. No, same thing for me. Like, um, so first generation too. And I, I always wonder that too. I'm just like, oh, I wonder why, like, you know, I always ask my mom, like, how come you never, like, um, bring this culture to us? And she just never really knew why. She just maybe was always all busy, you know, but um, mm-hmm. I just find that interesting. And then I, I like what you were talking about, like the valley, right? Like, that's true, right? There's areas in San Francisco where it looks like it could be part of uh, Mexico, but like in the Valley, like it, I don't see that that much. And you would expect it there more, like more culture there. Like in, in Calexico, I probably, I do see that more than El Centro, but um, I just find it interesting, right? You don't see much. Yeah. And then I think that, um, you know, movies like Coco and then there was another one. Um, uh, I can't remember what it was. What, what, Oh, um, I don't remember what it, what, what the movie is called, but um, you know they're they're do, doing a good job at kind of um, you know, showing uh, the Mexican culture, and, and it's really cool that you know most of the creators and directors are from uh, Mexican backgrounds that they're doing these movies, and and because I mean I don't think that if it were if it weren't up, if it weren't because of that movie um i don't think my my son would ever know what dia de los muertos is because that's not something that we practice and and i'm sure that now because of the movie he kind of has a little concept of of what dia de los muertos is and and you know the the whole backstory of that yeah no yeah i think that's really awesome um something something that i wanted to ask you and because i saw it on your on your website also is um you said that you were you're influenced by um pop pop um rock what's uh, yeah. what's one band or or one song that you know kind of like whenever you need to get your creative juices flowing you know what's one song or or band that you you go to when when you need some creative um kind of like creative juices stuff like that uh for sure it's this band called brand new you know so like that's like pop punk or kind of alternative punk too but like i don't know that's just a band that i always have to listen to and i'm just like oh like it gets me in that state of mind you know yeah and like way too so what um what year did you graduate from high school uh 2006 okay because i graduated 2000 and yeah some of the some of the bands that you 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 named on your on your fa- on your website you know they're they're really uh familiar to me because you oh, yeah, it's like i'm and it's fun because um you know whenever you go to to mark's website um here you you click on the on the link and it'll take you to a playlist that you created i guess is it is it your playlist uh yeah that's my playlist like that's just like a, a place i listen to right like if i want to like start designing and get creative it's just something i put on yeah like like i'm looking at the list right now I'm like newfound glory I, I remember 
it's like um, I'm dating myself, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I'm the same my age. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of bands that I um, that I see here that I remember, and and it's funny because I uh, um, I interviewed a, a group of kids from here from Calexico. They're called um, Sweet Orange, and they kind of play that oh. type of music. I just discovered them actually, and I was like, "Whoa, this is awesome!" I was, uh, I was like, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, because I mean, you hear them, and it's like, "What?" Like these kids are twenty two, twenty three, and they're playing like the music that I, you know, kind of grew up listening to. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how'd you discover this? Yeah, and then. But I guess it's kind of. Go, right, go for it. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, oh, I guess it's the same like for us discovering Zeppelin and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, but like. um like to me, it's like you know when when I go back and and listen to like I don't know, like Blink or or Green Day, and, and some of the music is kind of corny. And, and when you listen to like Zeppelin or or uh, Pink Floyd or all these you know classic rock bands, like it, they're kind of like they have like some kind of mean or like they're more um, I don't know like they timeless. Yeah, and these are like kind of like um, funny, but I I guess I mean it kind of goes with um, you know the people that. Young people that nowadays listen to like Eminem, like his the like when he first started, like his music was kind of you know it was kind of corny, like it, it was kind of funny, like even when you watch the videos, like it was like really uh, comedic and 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 I guess like people like that nowadays. I don't know. Yeah, like we grew up in that jackass era, you know. So like all that stuff was funny, and then I don't know, maybe that's still what's going on with Instagram. I see a lot of people doing like jackass kind of stunts but on social media. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, and when yeah, when I saw your playlist, it kind of reminded me a lot of of these these guys um um Sweet Orange. And um I, and it's 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 cool that you 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 found out, you found about them and 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 because I was like, "Oh, I'm going to kind of introduce them to 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 him, but uh, it's pretty cool that you already know who they are." Um so like if you if if anybody from any young artist from the Imperial Valley is listening, uh, what what advice would you would you give a young artist trying to like I don't know like early high school just right out of high school that trying to go into a career like yours? Yeah, for sure. I would say like keep learning, right? Like nothing's easy. Keep going at it, and you're gonna fail a lot, but just keep going, and eventually one door will open. So like you know, always keep your head up. Yeah. Do you feel that nowadays um, it's a little bit easier for somebody you know that's trying to come up as an art a young artist? Um, easier for them to to promote and, and get noticed because of social media i would say it's it's probably easier to get noticed maybe or like um just put your work out there it's easier to do that but maybe it's harder because there's so much like um others now like artists right so like how do you stand out yeah yeah it's like and it's and it's the same for any kind of creator whether it's a YouTuber yeah, exactly. or a streamer or a podcaster, um, it, you know, there's it, and there's like I guess every day there's like a couple new podcasts that I've you know I've, I've seen pop up, and and I think what it, what's funny nowadays is um, um, I remember like before pandemic, you know, people would kind of like uh, make fun of you know YouTube creators because um, I don't know it, it was kind of like a running joke on on late night or or TV. And then when the pandemic happened, um, a lot of the late night shows kind of became YouTube creators because they're doing all this <laughs> shit from home. So yeah, and especially like when you watch some of the earlier shows that were done from home, 
um like they late night shows like their audio was horrible um their video was horrible and then you would go watch a youtube video or a youtuber that had been doing this for a long time like it it was like a thousand times better like the audio or the video and and it's funny that you know um nowadays like a lot of artists that um are stuck at home not working or not artists but like um um actors and stuff like that they're you know coming up with their youtube channels or coming up with podcasts because they're you know they can't go out and, and work so now they're they're kind of like becoming like what they kind of like the people that kind of make fun of like the youtubers or all these people creating their own podcasts so and 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 it, and it, and it adds more uh competition to you know these creators that that have been doing it for a long time now yeah no yeah that's true but i, I saw jimmy fallon's when he did his like uh, when he right after all the pandemic and then his was bad and i was thinking the same thing i was just like dang the youtubers like they for sure like figured it out but the jimmy fallon's crew can't yeah the beginning of jimmy fallon's was really bad because i guess he was doing everything from an ipad or something or an iphone yeah <laughs> it was it was bad it was really bad um but but yeah like I, that's something that i've been noticing lately that you know um it's become less of a like a running joke, you know, the the YouTubers because they, I guess, like these people that that had to be become like YouTubers that are now um, kind of like noticing the the work and effort that they had to put in. Especially the like when it comes to investing, like in equipment, like you know, if you want to have a good video or good audio, you know, you, you gotta invest. So like, yeah, like they, they the people that 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 are now becoming youtubers like they they know that it's not it's not an easy job especially like editing and yeah. all this stuff oh yeah that seems like the hard part editing so because i props to you like you have to like film everything and then you have to like edit it too that's crazy and, and i got used to because before this i used to do um youtube videos with my son mm-hmm. uh, we used to like unbox stuff and try like like the last videos we we made were I would buy like generic brand food and you know the name brands and I would kind of blindfold them or or put it like in a plate and see which, if you could tell the difference between the two products. Um, so like that's something that we did towards the end. But we would play video games or um, we would do. Uh, there was a point where we we also made um, like recipes. We would cook stuff. Um, that's cool so like i kind of like i got used to it and and when he grew out of it like i didn't have anything to do so that's kind of where when i started the the podcast that's awesome yeah i like i think your podcast is really cool the first one i saw was uh, the one with ernesto and i was like oh this is really awesome like you know i was just like this is cool yeah yeah i I think that i i've i'm enjoying more the you know um meeting all these new people and and the conversations and and it's funny because, you know, I'll reach out to a lot of people and, and, and like I said, like through Instagram. And then, you know, after the show, you know, we'll we'll talk, like we'll have conversations of if they saw a new episode or whatnot. And my wife's like, who are you talking to? Oh, it's my friend. What friend? Oh, he's from my friend from Instagram. And she's like, he's not your friend? Well, yeah, you know, we talk. So that means we're, we're friends. I don't know. But yeah. it's funny because I'm meeting a lot of new people and, and most of them it's like through Instagram or through Zoom. That's cool. Yeah, I feel like that's a new way now. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a new way to meet people, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, Mark, well, anything else that you, any closing thoughts that you would, you know, want to add to, to today's conversation? 
uh, I just really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me here. This was really awesome. You know, like I really appreciate it. No, no. Thank you for 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 being on. Um, you know, really, like I said, I really enjoy your 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 work. Um, I really hope that people um start follow people that don't know you from the valley. You know, maybe start following you. Um, it's really awesome the work that you've done. Um, especially that that you know that campaign with um listos, listos is it listos California, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um. And 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 it's it's awesome that you know it was some you know, artwork that was done by somebody from the Valley for the Valley. And then it spread, you know, through pretty much all California. So uh, that was pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. And if anyone like wants some advice or anyone like, you know, wants to try to get into design, you know, feel free to like reach out, send me a message. Happy to give you some advice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. And, and I'll put um, all the, all the um, links to your social media and, and, um, to your website on on the show links so that people can can, can go out and, and reach out to you um okay. and and yeah i mean thank you guys for checking out this episode thank you guys for listening uh, make sure you guys stay safe wear your face mask social distance wash your hands and we'll see you guys in the next one peace thank you